Welcome to Locosaurus Rex. I'm Simon Schwartz. And this week, we have a sweet, sweet episode for you. Literally. We're talking about cookies. Everything from chocolate chip to black and white. We've got our first repeat guest, Michelle Lee. She's a freelance culinary writer who last came on the pod to talk about Korean cuisine. But now she's here to give us her local recommendations for all sorts of cookies around New York City. Just a heads up, there's a lot of recommendations in this one. So buckle up, but also don't fear. We just launched a custom maps feature on Locosaur, so you'll be able to see a map of all of the spots she mentioned around New York City. I'll link that right into the podcast page. It's super easy to navigate, and you have all of her recommendations right in one spot. So here we go. This is Michelle Lee on cookies in NYC. Enjoy. Michelle, welcome back. Oh, it's awesome to be back. Thanks for having me. Of course. So last time we talked about uh, Korean food. Yep. All sorts of uh, where to go in, in Manhattan, um, out in Flushing, a little bit in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, we are pivoting hard here. Why don't you sort of introduce the topic and why you were especially excited uh, to talk about this? Okay, sure. Um, so first of all, I used to be a freelance culinary writer, but kind of my real passion has always been I'm a big cookie addict. I have a big sweet tooth. I may or may not have a tattoo of chocolate in my body somewhere. <laughs> um, and I'm a big home baker as well. So, uh, you know, outside of work, I do love to cook and especially bake at home. And I think a lot of people, I don't, I, I've noticed a lot of girls as well uh, did too. And I think dessert is probably the main reason why I work out and maybe <laughs> other people work out. Um, and cookies in particular is what we're going to cover in this podcast because I think a lot of home bakers, it's, it just ends up being like your first childhood thing that you end up baking because um, it's so easy. Um, and Manhattan's wonderful because there's not, not only just a bunch of bakeries, but a lot of cookie specialists. Yeah. So over the course of your blossoming career as a, as a culinary writer, are there any cookies that have especially stood out or are there any sort of very inspirational moments that you have from your writing? Um, yeah, I mean, obviously I'm Asian American, so obviously I, I, I love the chocolate, classic chocolate chip cookie. Don't get me wrong, like Nestle Toll House, (laughs) but I really like, you know, the kind of new flavors that New York is playing around with. So I really like this matcha uh, cookie yeah. that Smackery's has. That's uh, that's really delicious. You should definitely check that out. I love the red velvet uh, cookies that you could find at Chip in Astoria, Queens. Um, you know, uh, first and foremost, I think I'm a New Yorker, and I think New York is really pushing the olive in, t- in terms of all the cool flavors that you can experiment with cookies. Yeah, uh, culinary anything in New York is all about variety. Right, and pushing the envelope. Right, Um where do you find yourself in the city these days? If like you're on a hunt um, for something in particular, is there any neighborhood that you found like your sweet tooth like specifically resonates with? In terms of sweet tooth, it's not like Korean food where you really got to go to K-Town, right? Yeah. For sweet tooth, uh, you could totally break it up. You know, I have actually a spreadsheet that I could share with you guys um, <laughs> in terms of, you know, I have one for cookies, also cakes, also cupcakes. It's all very different. And, um, you know, I live in the Upper East Side, so I can share with you some of the local bakeries there. Um, and there's a, a great one called uh, Two Little Red Hens that has, like, the best cupcakes, but they don't have cookies. Um, in terms of cookies, a lot of people go to the Upper West Side because Levain Bakery, which is mm-hmm. pretty much New York's favorite uh, local cookie shop, is there. Um, but there's a, you know, right now we're doing this podcast, um, Lower Manhattan. There's a ton of great bakeries just on Bleecker Street, too. Yeah. 
Um, the, no, the great part about about where we are is you have this wonderful confluence of of not only sort of classic New York neighborhoods, but also the sort of ethnic places. Right. Um, and you really get uh, a little bit of everything. Um, okay. I'm going to be honest. You have a lot to cover. <laughs> <laughs> like whenever you come on these, these uh, podcasts, uh, you clearly do your homework. So we have a lot of businesses to get to, sure. um, a lot of different types of cookies. So let's not waste any time. Um, okay, sure. And let's just start off right from the top. Um, best cookie you've eaten uh, and show some love to, to Levain. Okay, sure. So, I mean, if you're coming from New York, everyone's go-to place is going to be Levain cookie. It's, yeah. it's just the go-to. And part of it is just the simply size of the cookie. It's literally, I mean, it's an expensive cookie. I'm not going to lie. It's about $4. But it's like literally the size of four proper cookies. It's going to be the size of your fist, mm-hmm. an adult fist. And it's actually a bakery that started uh, in a very common way, started by two friends, actually. Um, one of which is a marathon runner. So maybe that can give you an excuse to eat as many cookies as you want. Um, but they basically spent, the thing I love about New York is that New York has a big sweet tooth too. So this cookie shop specializes in four cookies. So there's a chocolate chip walnut, there's an oatmeal raisin. If you want to pretend to be a little bit healthier, there's a dark chocolate, chocolate chip cookie. And also um, I really like peanut butter. So my personal favorite is a dark chocolate peanut butter cup. Um, I mean, all four is going to be incredible. I, I think I think usually everyone unanimously thinks Levine is the best, but everyone argues about which is better of the four. Um, totally up to you. I really like their the things I look for in terms of cookies, and this is just totally like random and arbitrary. Is I love texture, so I love how chewy and soft Levine cookies are, despite how big it is. It's not like a rock. Yeah. Um, I love the density of chocolate and nuts that ratio, and I, I'm a big nut fanatic, so um, I, I love how they put nuts in most of their most of their cookies. Yeah. Uh, this was this was always a, a sort of destination um, spot for us in college because right. there was it's one. Right. Right. Um, and, and I forget which order they sort of opened in, but there was one, I believe, on there's one on 72nd, I right. think. And yeah. then there's one up in Harlem. Right. Which I think was the original. I think that's the I, I don't I don't know. I don't remember exactly. Uh-huh. But I know that the line is always a little bit shorter in the Harlem one just because mm. like all the college kids are, are, are it's, it's right there for 72nd. Street, yeah. So, and there's a lot of business there. So. Yeah. But that was always, um, especially like during exam season, right. uh, making a, a Levain bakery run. Right. That was always sort of front of mind. Of course. You know, but that lane, that line is crazy. You can wait up to 30 minutes easy for that. So it's kind of uh, yeah. what time, what time of the day you go. Yeah. Definitely worth it. Recommend it to every single New Yorker. Um, so staying on the Upper West Side, what about, um, you mentioned Zabar when right. we were doing our homework for this. Um, and specifically Zabar's for black and white. Yeah, cookies. I mean, right. I mean, it's it's a very historic, like, Upper West Side bakery that's been there for, like, years yeah. and decades. Um, they have a lot of kosher goods. And black and white cookies, they're not specifically kosher. I think it's originally from Bavaria, brought, brought over by German immigrants. So it's not necessarily, like, a Jewish cookie, for, uh, for say. But a lot of Jewish, uh, I notice a lot of Jewish and kosher bakeries will have black and white cookies. So yeah. one of their cookies that they're known for is the black and white cookie. Um, I love Zabar's. They actually will sell you a bunch in a, in a box so you can take, um, a, you know, take a bunch for a holiday party. I really like the black and white cookies on, or, it's called Orwashers. I was actually just there today on the nice. Upper East Side. Um, only because they sell it individually. So it ends up being like 90 cents a cookie. So if you don't want to buy like 12 at a time, like at Zabar's or six at a time, you can just buy like maybe one. Um, and it, 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 when you bite into it, it just tastes super fresh. Um, it's really good. So tell for the for the non New Yorkers in the audience. Sure. What's a black and white cookie? You don't know what a, who doesn't know what a 
black and white cookie. Uh, this was not something that I knew. <laughs> really? <laughs> that I knew about before before I came to New York. Oh. I had no idea what a black and white. cookie Oh, that's so funny. Okay, okay, I didn't realize and this. In in my defense, this is like a very New York thing. Is I feel it? like. N- okay, fine. Yeah. Fine, fine, fine. This is not like a like pl- other places around the country. I feel like do not have, or at least in the South, we do not have uh, black and white cookies. Sure. Um. So it's it's basically a cookie with like half of it is. Like if you could just cut it and imagine like a half moon, it's going to be vanilla frosting and then the other side is going to be chocolate. Um, and I, I think it used to be like a cliche in the past, like for in political history, it used to be like kind of a cliche of like racial harmony. But in reality, it was a cookie like, oh, interesting. like yeah, brought up over by uh, in Bavaria, originally mm-hmm. in Bavaria, brought up over to America by, um, by immigrants. The first the first black and white cookie I ever had um, was at a place called it was Nussbaum and Wu. And oh, yes. Up by Columbia. Right. Um, RIP, I think it closed for like, I don't know, I don't want to say like sanitary reasons, um, but this closed, I think, about a year ago um, to much remorse from the Columbia community. Yeah, I noticed that when I went, went over to visit my friend. Yeah. yeah. Um, so black and white, what else in terms of like when you think of of the, the sort of iconic cookies that you've had in New York? Sure. Um, so, uh, you know, there's a very popular bakery called Schmackery's in Hell's yeah. Kitchen. And, I um, mean, you know, I, I'm talking about these cookie bakeries that have, that specialize in maybe four. Um, but Schmackery's actually has 45 varieties. It's kind of overwhelming. Yeah. And I, I don't think, like, their individual cookies are as, like, super stellar as Levain's. But they, it's definitely a go-to place in terms of if you, if you just want to try cool flavors. Um, so my favorite there is the matcha. I actually did like a taste testing with my friends. I really like their funfetti. Nice. Um, the most, yeah. So I think the most addicting was the funfetti and the matcha. They also had red. Vel- I've I've been really getting into red velvet. <laughs> I don't know why, because uh, uh, I I, lo- I think that's one of my favorite cakes. But uh, I've uh-huh. been falling in love with red velvet cookies. Um, they're very moist, and um, the smackery cookies are kind of cool because they actually will add frosting to on the top of their cookies as if it was a cupcake. That's decadent. Yeah. Well, I always laugh because the only time I ever go to Schmackery's um, is right after I go climbing. Mm-hmm. There's a climbing gym that's literally like right next door. Oh, is it? Okay. Um, so it's, it's my way of like justifying it. Sure, sure. No, I, no, totally. It's totally a legitimate reason to get cookies. Um, and the the other thing that, that Schmackery's has going for it is they offer a really, really robust uh, delivery program. Yes, they do. So it's definitely a great kind of party idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, Can we talk about cookie dough? Sure. Um, so if you are one of those people who love eating cookie dough from, you know, the spoon when you're baking, if you actually want safe, proven, edible cookie dough, there's actually a place called Dough. Um, it's on LaGuardia Place um, under Washington Square Park, so pretty much right near NYU. And they have very different flavors, ranging from, like, salty to sweet. Um, and the line there is pretty still pretty long. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's I still prefer, like, my hard cookies, but if you want, if you're craving dough, that's a... "Quote unquote safe place to get it." Well, this this was my note uh, for dough when you when you mentioned it because I went to dough um, I think about a year and a half ago mm-hmm. and I waited for like forty five minutes. Yeah, yeah, it was a wait. It's not. I, I mean, when I went recently and I went like maybe December last year, it wasn't. It, it was definitely not more than twenty minutes. But yeah, it totally depends on for the, for all these bakeries. Um, and I think I saw in one of your notes, what's a good date spot, right? For a bakery, yeah. if you're going out with another sweet tooth. And yeah. 
you don't want to be taking dates to these like super popular bakeries because at first it seems like a great idea like oh she's a sweet tooth i wish to take her to like the best cookies <laughs> and it's just gets really frustrating on those lines right you literally it's going to be a date where you're waiting in line right and a, a lot of these places are like we said we're supporting local businesses they're holding the walls right mm-hmm. um so there's really nowhere to set either yeah um, but I, I, I've definitely like, I actually just like, yeah, I've definitely gone on a date at like a, like a cookie store and, uh, with another sweet toothy and it was great, but you just have to leave actually. You have to like go for a walk outside. Yeah. The other thing about dough is that this was one of the first sort of like, in, like very highly Instagrammable bakeries right. in New York. Right. And, and there was this sort of, uh, revolution probably about four years ago now where, you know, it wasn't enough to have like a really, really good product. You had to have that sort of viral of thing. Of course, yeah. Um, I mean, it's still going on now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the two that stand to mind are it was dough and then it was black tap with the milkshakes. Right. With these, I mean, I'm sure everyone listening has seen those sort of YouTube videos or the Facebook videos with like, you know, the milkshake that's like pouring over. Right. Um, that was black tap. And for a moment there, dough with the cookie dough was was very much the same. Right. And in that same line, if you're someone who um, another one that went kind of viral was milking cookies. Yeah. Um, so that that's on Commerce Street in Greenwich. And they're known for this ice cream sandwich video that is also very highly Instagrammable. If you're yeah. into that, there's nothing wrong with that, by the way. But yeah. We love milk and cookies. Right. Um, we love milk and cookies. It's it's dangerously close to our office. Right. Um, so this is sort of one of these go-to um, places. But the thing that I like about Milk and Cookies is it actually feels really homey. Right. Um, in a way that a, some of these other um, Instagram bakeries don't, um, right. which, you know, isn't, isn't necessarily a good or bad thing. But when I think of like an iconic uh, New York bakery with an iconic New York dessert, mm-hmm. It's the hole in the wall, you know? Right. It's not something that's necessarily, like, clean and shiny and sparkly. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, it's the black and white cookie. Right. Um, and that's sort of, that's the glory of, uh, of New York. But definitely shout out to the, the uh, milk and cookies uh, ice cream sandwiches. Right. Um, they're, no, they're huge. Along those lines, uh, there are a lot of $4 cookies out there. Right. What's sort of just like cheap and great? Something that you can like snack on but still has really good quality? Right. Um, so, I mean, in terms of black and white cookies, it's kind of like one of my like things I'm addicted to once in a while I'll just crave. So um, the ones at Zabar and Orwasher, so that's on the Upper West Side, Upper East Side, respectively, they're, they're, kind, they're very small. It's, um, it's uh, I mean, I, I can hold it up to you, but like the vein <laughs> is going to be a fist, right? But like like a black and white cookie is going to be between like your middle finger and your, and your thumb. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can definitely, you know, buy a few of that and it's probably still not getting too much weight. Um, and I think Orwasher is a little better because you could sell it sells individual ones. Yeah. Um, but I'm telling you, the four dollar big cookies are definitely worth it because it's the size of four cookies. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. The other thing that that I really wanted to to talk to you about was the sort of ethnic um, bakeries. Sure. In New York, you get wonderful desserts from all over the world. Right. So, you know, in your travels, like what have been some that have really stood out to you in terms of like where you can get these cookies um, from abroad? Right. Um, so in terms of cookies specifically, because this is like a whole nother topic in terms of like ethnic desserts, sure. which I can go like on and on and on. But um, I've been really, in, I've been introduced to a new cookie. Um, so it's called Leckerly Bakery. And they have a lot of German Christmas cookies that they specialize in, which I had never tasted before, before, you know, that Union Square holiday market. Um, so it has extremely high nut to cookie rate. Show, and it's actually opened by an American who lived in Germany for a few years. 
um, and pretty much brought it back to the States and has been hitting it, mm-hmm. um, hitting it big since. Um, I think Hungarian pastry is famous also if you're, if you're near the Columbia Upper West Side area for having just like amazing pastries and cakes. And I just went to a fusion French and Japanese um, patisserie, like dessert bar, which is very fancy and a very uh-huh. good date spot where I'm talking about where you can actually sit down, right? Yeah. Um, and that one is nearby here. It's not too far. It's near Union Square, a little bit a little bit below. Um, but they have like some weird stuff like black sesame ice cream, things like that. Um, What's this called? Oh, it's called Patisserie Fouette. It'll be on Locosaur. So like <laughs> follow me and then you can look at my recommendations. Okay. But it's spelled F-O-U-E-T. Uh-huh. It's Japanese and French. It's very cool. That's wild. Yeah, the uh, I was excited to see the Lacquer Lake right. um, bakery. So uh, my mom is Swiss. Oh, um, okay, cool. Yeah, so so a lot of happy memories of like those sort of German, um, very sort of confectionery cookies, like especially during the holiday season. Right, and not necessarily sweet, because a lot of American, you will realize right. once you actually travel that like American sweets are like actually oversaturated, which is totally cool and trashy, you know, not, <laughs> not hating on that. But um, it's kind of nice to get that contrast also. Yeah, um, very no, very much so. Um, and for me, the ones that always stood out, which the only place in New York that I've been able to to find comparable um, are actually Hungarian. Right, um, pa- Hungarian pastries up on one um, tenth and Amsterdam, Upper right. West Side. Um, they do a Linzer tart cookie. Oh yeah, that's amazing. Which it's um, it's a a cookie with like a raspberry sort of filling, a raspberry jam filling. Um, and growing up, we would always do this where my mom would make, um, a Linzer tort cake basically, mm-hmm. but it, at Hungarian, they have Linzer tort cookies. So that's always like, uh, you know, if I'm homesick, I'll right. grab one of those. I think that's also a good date spot for like college. Cause I've noticed there, like some people will uh-huh. study there. It's a little bit too loud, but I've noticed when I've, when I've actually gone to study, there's a, uh-huh. lot, a lot of like coffee dates there. It, it gets really crowded though, because it's so popular. Yeah. Um, but, you know, a lot of people also really like ma- French macaroons. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's not it, it's very similar spelling to the American coconut macaroon, uh, macaroon O-O-N, but the French macaron with only one O. You know, uh, I mean, there's like a ton of ton of those in yeah. the city. And a lot of them are the big names like Lauderay and um, Bouchon and all that. But I think in terms of if we're talking about local businesses, my favorite for French macaroons is actually this place called Macaroon Parlor. They actually uh, they op- they're originally on the Lower East Side, but they also opened an Upper West Side um, branch. And I really like this place. Not be- First of all, I'm all for traditional like French macaroons, sure. But I like it because it has <laughs> a, kind of like a cool... I don't want to see trashy, but it has a cool American twist to it. So, for sure. instance, um, they went viral like a few years ago because uh, they had like this Cheeto macaroon. And oh, of boy. course, I think like, you know, people, like actual French, like, you know, Masons are like going crazy because they're like, this, you're totally like ruining the French macaroon. But they have, you know, like maple bacon, like really homey flavors. But they also have like, you know, like the sweet lemon. They have like the pistachio um, and classy stuff as well. But I think if you're kind of, group on that mcdonald's like classic palette <laughs> i think you'll actually really love these type of macaroons yeah macaroons sorry that's funny a cheeto macaroon yeah um yeah i'm trying to think i don't know if i've ever had macaroons in the city um does levian do macaroons i don't th- no, no no i don't no. think so um i guess the only other place that i i know would do it would be the lauderay Oh, well, that's um, the big that's the big name one. That's the right. big name. But a lot of French uh, patisseries will have it. Like Bouchon's yeah. a big one as well. 
Yeah, go to the go to the the small places. Yeah, go to the local businesses. Yes, Don't we're supporting local businesses here, so no, we're not allowed to talk about those. Um, um, the other the other thing that that New York really introduced me to in terms of the the sort of the ethnic bakeries and the ethnic cookies are like the good Italian American bakeries. Oh yeah. Um, specifically, I want to give a shout out to uh, one of my my college roommates, uh, Salvatore Borgognone. Um, Sal's parents have for years run a bakery, mm-hmm. um, here in New York. And so, you know, we would always get these stories of, you know, whatever was like being whipped up in the kitchen and he would come back from visiting his parents on like a weekend or whatever with just boxes of, you know, cookies, of cakes, of, of black and white cookies, right. of all of this stuff. Um, and it was incredible. And, you know, I don't think I ever really had like a cannoli. Before right. you know, like a good sort of New York um, cannoli, but the one bakery that uh, the one Italian bakery specifically that I want to share is a place called Monteleone's, mm-hmm. which is down in Carroll Gardens, um, and this is your classic Italian American bakery. It's got all of your your sort of pastries, the fruit tarts, uh, the rainbow cakes, the black and white cookies, um, like heaps and heaps of gelato. Um, nice. So if you can get there, I forget what train it's off of. Carroll Gardens isn't like the most accessible um, mm-hmm. place in Brooklyn, um, but this is worth the track. Okay, good to know. Um, so I, I would put that there. What's also worth the track is if you're going to Queens um, while, we're, while, we're, while yeah, we're leaving yeah. Manhattan is my favorite cookie place in Queens is uh, a bakery called Chip. Yeah. Um, so they're they're kind of similar to Levine in, in that they have four cookie types, but they actually do have twenty six varieties. Um, it's very seasonal. It's also a small hole, hole in the wall. The line is not as long as Levine, um, but you can you can you might wait for a while. They have it was also started by two childhood friends, I think, like mm-hmm. most businesses and startups. Um, my personal favorite is their red velvet. Um, I think they have so far the best red velvet I've tasted so far in the city. Uh-huh. Um, I, 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 but you know, my favorite is also the, the Levain chocolate chip. So their chocolate chip is good also, but I just recently tried their s'mores cookie, which was delicious. And their cookies and cream was just bomb. I think, I yeah, it. It, it was amazing. Um, but they, they'll have anything from like butterscotch toffee to cheesecake, a peanut butter. And like the shape of the cookie is very strange. Like Levain is like, massive and it's like a crater right chips is going to be a little bit like smooth and ellipsoid and very uniform in shape so i don't know what they're doing back there but uh they're doing something to make sure that they're perfectly like uniform (laughs) in shape it's very cool uh so if you if you could only have one new york cookie from one new york place Mm -hmm. like for the rest of your life what would be that cookie that you're sort of living off of from Uh, now on okay well i would I really like the dark chocolate peanut butter chip at Levine. I mean, yeah, yeah I, I, I pretty much trek out to the Upper West Side. I, I mean, obviously, I, I do love my Upper West Side friends, but coming from the Upper East Side, a big reason I actually trek out to the Upper West Side is Levine <laughs> cookie. Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, we always joke. Um, we West Siders uh, joke that you know we don't see friends on the East Side. We see friends in Philadelphia more than we see friends right. on the, on the no, East Side. No, yeah, of course. Um, so having that sort of cookie to entice you, that, that makes it all the better. Right. Um, and also if you're looking for a more high end place, maybe to take for like a dessert date, I really like this place called daily provisions. It's on 19th street. It's also a local place. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's also near one of my favorite speakeasies, which I know you, you guys are going to have another podcast on, but it's called dear Irving. So it's right near yeah. there. Um, so, uh, it's, 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 a 
opened by Danny Meyer. It's a small snack bar and a bakery, and they have these really good chocolate caramel chunk cookies. And this crueler cake is coming back also there. So nice. yeah, very you know exciting stuff happening. All right, are there any any cookies that have left to be said? Things that that you want to give a shout out to? Um, no, but if I come up with another dessert idea, maybe I'll come back for another podcast. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think the only other place that, that I do want to give a, uh, a shout out to is a place called seven grams. Where's that? It's literally right below us. Oh, okay. Uh, so we're in, we work at, uh, one seven five Varick street. I think the address for seven grams is like one seven six. Um, and they have some big cookies and there's nothing like a 4 PM. Right. Right. Seven grams. Cookie. Yeah. That gets us through. So if we're talking about regular spots, that's probably our our sort of regular spot. Right. And a lot of these cookie bakeries will also serve coffee. So don't forget that. So that's also a good place to get coffee with people, too. We bit off a lot right there. That was a lot of cookies. That was a lot of cookies. (laughs) I hope you didn't overwhelm people. Follow Michelle on Locusaur. We're going to have all of these right there so you can go through and see place by place. Um, It's much less overwhelming. Um, But I think the takeaway is that you know, in New York, you can trip over a great cookie. Right. Um, so go out, explore, um, and indulge in that sweet tooth. Yeah. Michelle, thanks for coming of on. Of course. Having back again. So I need to give Michelle a huge shout out. One, for being our first repeat guest on the pod. And two, for actually bringing me a chocolate chip cookie all the way from Orwashers on the Upper East Side. It was delicious, and Michelle, it was a pleasure. If you like what you heard, please rate and subscribe on whatever your podcast platform of choice is. And of course, follow Michelle on Locusaur for all her amazing spots. That's it for Locusaurus Rex this week. I'm Simon Schwartz. Thanks for listening, and keep supporting local.